You are now entering Film Club. I see, mate. You're fond of me, lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of chew bubble gum piles, you know that? Say it, sir! I don't believe you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer my question. Were you rushing or were you dragging? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Cold. My name is Phoenix Cloudin. And of course, as always, joined by the two greatest co-hosts in the world, starting, of course, with our man, Zach. Zach Sneeves, how are you, sir? Hey, Phoenix. Doing good, man. A uh, little sleepy here on my end, but besides that, I'm ready to uh, talk about what we're going to talk about today. So, yeah. Same. And also joining us, Mr. Brandon. How are you, sir? And I am good, Phoenix. It is good to be back. Um, good to be back because we are, it is officially where the big awards season has started. Um, we talked a few weeks ago about just like little things here and there, but like, oh, hey, this is winning. This is winning currently at the Golden Globes, the Critics' Choice. But it is game time for the Oscars. So it is good to be looking at all this. It is good to be going to be good to see all the Oscar nominations, even though we've all seen them already. And yeah. How are you doing, Phoenix? I'm sleepy, but I'm happy <laughs> for the most part, at, at least. Um, I'm really happy to talk about uh, these these uh nominations i would say they're the best round of nominations that i've seen since uh probably 2019 probably um but uh yeah so i'm curious how everybody feels about uh the nominations uh i just letting you guys know right now i will have a rant coming <laughs> for one of these categories at least but uh, yeah, other than that, uh, let's get started. Brandon, where do you want to start? Which uh, which uh, nomination do you want to take a look at? Well, the link I sent in the Zoom chat um, has, I guess, the order of w how we're going to look at it. Okay, dope. But we're going to start from the... Why is this the way it is? Whoop. Hold on. Is... Okay, now there's Best Picture. Why is there... These... these categories are all messed yeah, up they're but... all out of order <laughs> yeah. um i say we start okay yeah all right i had to pull up the category so um yeah so for actor in a supporting role um which is your first category uh, your nominees are brendan gleason for the banshees of inisherin uh inisherin uh, brian tyree henry for causeway jude hirsch for the fablemans barry keegan for the banshees of inisherin and kihue kwan for everything everywhere all at once what are we thinking guys well um uh, <laughs> i've i saw causeway and i love brian tyree henry oh my gosh i love brian tyree henry but i'm uh, a little confused why he's up there compared to many other performances i've seen this year brad pitt okay <laughs> I mean, I think, he's great. Don't get me wrong. I just there's so many other performances I've seen this year, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, agree. I just don't see him being like I could name probably a few different ones if I thought about it more. 
that mm. could be in his spot. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I personally think this is a lock for Kihuay. Juan. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's been confirmed. Uh <laughs> this has been the the Kihoi Kwan uh best supporting actor race of 2022 uh actually. I don't think he's lost anywhere. The only place I see him potentially losing is probably the BAFTAs, but even then I don't think it changes much of of the race. Um I I don't see a lot of uh supporting nods that I would have I would have gone with uh outside of Paul Dano. That that's really the biggest snub here for me. Um Judd Hirsch is great, but he is in a literal five minutes of, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while his scene is like the the theme of the movie, and it's a great scene and he kills it. It should have gone to uh, Paul Dano. It should have gone to Paul Dano. So that's the only that's really the only issue I take here. Uh, I've not seen Causeway, but I've heard nothing but good things, and I absolutely love Brian Tyree Henry. So I'm happy that he's here. Um, yeah, I I can't think of of many other supporting actor nominees that I would put over him, out like legitimately outside of Paul Dano, um, Mark Rylance perhaps for Bones and All. I thought he was great. Um, but that that's really it. <laughs> those mm-hmm. are those are really the only ones I can think of. And I wouldn't even take Brian Tyree Henry out for those. I would take Judd Hirsch out. So I agree there. I, I would I would just swap him for Paul Dano. Yeah. I I think Judd Hirsch deserves to be there. Really? 100 percent I yes, it's five minutes of a movie, but what he's saying is so passionate and impactful. Like, and I love Paul Dano, don't get me wrong. And I think, yeah, I think he should be there over Brian Tyree Henry personally. Like, I, I understand Brian Tyree Henry's great, but if you've seen Causeway, like, it's not that, like, the writing is terrible. And yes, he acts great, but I just think that it's not nomination worthy. Like, I'm a little confused as to why it's up here. Um, I'm confused as to why Barry Keegan was nominated for the what? I am not confused by not that. Not at all. <laughs> if we're talking about people who have hardly any screen time. Dude, you talking Wait, about someone have... who maximized his screen time. Yeah, he, he was Barry Keegan. Was Maybe I need awesome. to rewatch the Banshees of Boring, but yeah. it's not that boring, man. It's, it's boring. Like, like it's a, Let me it, throw I'm my gonna... fingers at your door. That'll show them. I mean, I laughed through that entire movie, and there's other (laughs) people who agree with me. So, I mean, I I I mean, I definitely having people agree with you isn't always the oh my god, my way or the highway. No, it's just I I love Banshees, I really do. But Barry Barry Keegan is my favorite performance in that movie. Wow, Uh, yeah, just because like especially any any scene he has with Carrie Condon is comedy gold, (laughs) like pure comedy gold. So um yeah, I rewatched the scene where he like asked her if she would uh fall in love with him like twelve times and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's also the most like cringe inducing thing I've ever seen, but it's hilarious. I, I yeah, I love that movie. I, I do, I genuinely do. I don't love it nearly as much as many others, but I I do really like it. Um okay, so let's move on to uh best Art. supporting actress mm-hmm. 
All right. And your nominees there are uh, Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Hong Chao for The Whale, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inishirin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, what are we thinking here? I, I, I really like this lineup. There's a few things that I would change, but other other than that, I I really like it. I think this is a lock for Angela Bassett or Stephanie Shue. Um, I I'm not gonna discount anybody from everything, everywhere, all at once, just because of how good it's doing at every single award seat award show this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's gonna be tough to be like, okay, yeah, let me just let me let me. I mean, Angela Bassett's won Best Supporting Actress at every single one, but I mean, it, you never know what the Oscars. I'm waiting to see what the um, what the, the the SAG Awards are going to look like, mm-hmm. but um, as of right now, it's a lock for either Angela Bassett or Stephanie Shue. I would have to agree with you. Um, I don't really see it going any other way here, personally. Um, I am happy to see Hong Chao appear for the whale. So I agree. That she is was, she was great in that. That is the one I do not understand. <laughs> Really? Being a, that's the one I, I'm like hmm. I I would I would personally take out. Um I I love I love Brendan Fraser in the whale. And and that movie I think is him doing his absolute best work while everybody else is doing everything they can to ruin it. <laughs> like um You I did just, say that in the yeah. podcast too. You, yeah. you mentioned that's how you felt. And like and I I don't think Hong Chao does a bad job. I think she's she's fine, but like I don't I don't see it as award worthy, especially over like performances like Dolly De Leon in in Triangle of Sadness. I oh yeah, really? Hundred percent. She deserves to be up here. Yeah, I would have. She was really, snubbed. Yeah. Really would have loved to see her here. Um, that that would have been my top choice uh, of anybody to to replace anybody here. Uh, would have been Dolly De Leon. Uh, you, I, I've campaigned all year for Lashana Lynch from The Woman King. I think that also would have been a a great replacement. Um, but yeah, like, and then of course, I don't know if you guys got around to seeing women talking. But, I just wanted uh, to see that. Yeah, Jesse Buckley, I think, is amazing in in that. So like, they're like, I, I'm like you when it, when, it, like, when it comes to Brian Tyree Henry, like, I'm like, there's, there's at least three other people I would have preferred in Hong Chao's spot. Like, I think she does fine, but I just think there are other people who, who did better. And I know they campaigned it, and I'm glad they both got it, Jamie Lee and Stephanie Shu. But if, if I had a choice, I would have leaned a lot more towards Stephanie Shu than Jamie yeah. Curtis. So, like, that would have been another one where I would have been like. You think Gary Condon deserves to be here? Absolutely. 100%. Okay. I, I'm scared that Gary Condon can sneak in and steal this from Angela Bassett. Like, that's how good Gary Condon's really? was. Yeah. I'm not as worried. I think Angela Bassett or Stephanie Shu have it in the bag here. Mm. I, I, don't, I, I don't see I, Stephanie Shue winning. I don't see Stephanie Shue winning. Really? Like, no, I think it's either it's it's either firmly Carrie Condon or Angela Bassett in my mind. That's, I just I just think you know first nomination is really hard to win on your first nomination. Mm-hmm. So so that's the only reason. 
Besides, I think they'll honor everything everywhere and pretty much every other category. <laughs> everything everywhere is just, it's going to take every single, I think it's going to take almost every single one it's nominated for. We'll, we'll, we'll dive further into it. Um, mm-hmm. When we get to those categories, but um, our next category, Zach, is sound. So for sound, uh, the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Honestly, out of these, personally for me, um, I think Top Gun Maverick deserves this the most. Like, all these other ones, yes, are great, but... And I do understand All Quiet on the Western Front for this category, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the sounds in there are great. Um, so I would agree that this list is pretty decent. Elvis is a little confusing for me. <laughs> I don't know if I would put it here for sound. Maybe. Um, the Way of Water is great because of, you know, some of the sounds that are made by the animals and the, mm-hmm. the things that happen in that movie. And the Batman, I mean, you just can't not love what they did with the sound of that. So so good, so yeah. good. I mean, I, I really like my heart wants them to go with Batman, but I know they're going to go with Top Gun Maverick, and they should. I mean, like, yeah, like I absolutely, I really dig this lineup. Like, this is a lineup where I genuinely wouldn't be mad at at whoever won here. Yeah, exactly. Um, except for maybe Elvis, um, but like. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, if you've seen All Quiet, like, that sound is crazy good. Avatar, like, the fact that it has sound, because most of it is is digitally made, is ridiculous. Um, The Batman, bro, we, I remember in our review, we talked about the sound design. Like, the sound design was, like, one of our highlights of that yeah. movie, because it was yeah. just ridiculously good. But, man, t- you don't get the exhilaration that you get from from Top Gun Maverick without that sound design. And I think it's I think it's in the bag, but I'm with Brandon. I'm like my heart is also like but the Batman though. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So but I think it goes to Top Gun. Zach Zach same with you. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely think it goes to Top Gun. I don't I don't see any other movie winning here. Um mm-hmm. I just don't. I I think it just goes to Top Gun, yeah. and it deserves it. I mean, they absolutely deserve it. Oh, I yeah. I I think we're all in agreement on that one. Yeah. So, um, our next category is uh, cinematography, and your nominees for that are All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, who your cinematographer was James Friend, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Uh. Your cinematographer there was Darius. I'm sorry if I butcher this. Konji? Kanji, yes. Kanji, okay. And for Elvis, Mandy Walker, Empire of Light, Roger Deakins. Of course. And Tar, Florian Hoffmeister. I for me, I mean, I Roger Deakins is in this lineup, but that's no that's no surprise. I think it's just gonna go to him based on the it's it's Roger Deakins. Mm. Like this man can film paint and drying and he would win it i mean in empire light he pretty much does (laughs) like like i don't know if y'all saw empire light but like there's i distinctly remember like there's a shot of him i think he just films like a bowl next to some orange like next to some fruit like and it's it's sick like like (laughs) the the composition on it is ridiculous i was like 
I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I was like, this dude is literally just showing shots of like, like random things. And it's the prettiest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's ridiculous. Um, I, I have a snub. I have a couple snubs, actually. Oh, there's several snubs here. <laughs> Greg Frazier for the Batman. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> and uh, Linus Sandgren for Babylon. Obviously. And then Claudio Miranda for Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like how Top Gun did not get in this category is outrageous. Yeah. I think I think he's literally been sweeping the entire award season. At least they were smart enough not to nominate Avatar The Way of Water, unlike they did with another... Yeah, that was weird. Like, a lot of people were pushing for that in cinematography, and I was like, no. No. Like, like I get it. Like, they created something, like, very unique. And, and the fact that it has such good lighting and imagery around it is astonishing. But it's not... It's it's digital. It's it's all digital. So I'm like, it just seems it's weird for that one to be in the conversation. Um, but yeah, I do think uh, Babylon missing is is weird. Like yeah, <laughs> that's that's a weird one. Um, like I said, Todd. Hell, even the Fablemans. Yeah, even the Fablemans really kind of should be. Oh my god! Yeah, no, well. no, the Fablemans should have been on this list without yeah. a doubt. Like, this is this is. This isn't one of this isn't the thing I wanted to rant about, but this is another one. Um, they definitely overnominated Elvis, uh, in my opinion. Like there, there's like six categories that Elvis shouldn't even be here, shouldn't be in. Well, <laughs> legitimately. Um yeah, like and I get these it. These are coming from people who loved Elvis too. Exactly. Like I really loved Elvis. I, I thought it was a really great film. And I think even I would have put it in maybe like four categories like in total so yeah, yeah. they they over nominated elvis here and you know especially in this category when you you really should have had top gun maverick you really mm. should have had the batman you really should have had babylon i think it's it's weird that yeah that this is what we're looking at yeah has anyone seen bardo i need <laughs> <No>. to <laughs> it's on netflix I have it on my watch list, but like I've heard nothing but bad things, and this is like legit the only category it was nominated for. So like I might check it out, but I have very little interest in it. So it, it might be like the last thing I watch. <laughs> Personally, I don't think Empire of Light really deserves to be here. Deacon, baby, what? It's Deacons. <laughs> if it wasn't Roger Deacons, it would have been nominated. Yeah. And you see, that's that's its only nomination as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw it. Um, yeah, it's a pretty movie, but like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there's there's a lot of pretty movies this year. I'm sorry, right. like, yeah. And I I just I Top Gun would have been perfect here. Yeah, I re- recently rewatched it, and the scene in the beginning when like. He's flying the the test uh uh plane the mock V or whatever yeah and like, that was so good dude I was like oh we yeah for, so for this not to get in cinematography I mean like they they messed up there they they definitely messed up there yeah <laughs> yep without a doubt I am um, happy actually to see Tar here me too and that actually, was a shock for me and actually I, we sh- we should mention uh. We didn't give actually our picks. Uh, that's my pick, Tar. 
I think Tar wins cinematography here. Think so? Yeah. Out of these, I would say so. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm. This we're still not giving our like pick picks just yet because we still have to see what the SAG awards do. Right. But um, as of right now, I see Empire of Light taking it just because it's Roger Deakins. And that like, very like, well could happen. I, it's yeah. just I. I think the Academy is just so biased with Roger Deakins. It's going to happen. He won the past two year, past three years. He took 1917. He took um. Um, Dune. I can't remember what he, if he did. Well, no, Dune wasn't him. Dune wasn't him. That was that was Greg Frazier. Was it? Yeah. Was he nominated? Was Deacons? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know, but they they could just go back to him just because like he's been nominated multiple times and never won, and so they could totally just hand it back to Deacons because. This is a this is a pretty weak lineup. Like we said, like there's no Batman, there's no Top Gun, there's no Babylon, so he doesn't really have stiff competition. Like I I think Tar will take it because I think they want to honor that film in 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 several places. So I'm rooting for Tar, but I would not be surprised if they get handed it back to Roger Deakins. Yeah. All right, so uh, our our next category is documentary short film, Phoenix. Short film? Yes. Uh, did y'all watch any of these? No, nope. uh, I don't think. Oh, we didn't do this last year. We skipped over. Yeah. The shorts. I don't. I don't watch the shorts, baby. Not until they're nominated. <laughs> yeah, that same here. I always, I always wait. Yeah, I do actually want to see these because, uh, how do you measure a year? Is a line from uh one of my favorite musicals. So I. I want to check that one out at least because if it's about my favorite musical, then yeah. And I do want to point out one of the best moments of uh, Oscar nomination morning was uh, Riz Ahmed having to say the title for one of the short films, which was My Year of Dicks. My Year of Dicks, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was, that was one of the best moments ever. Uh, okay, so uh, let's go to international feature film hold on no, your next category would be visual oh. effects oh visual effects okay yeah. perfect um this one is, <laughs> this one is a wrap i'm sorry <laughs> there's no way this one isn't winning it yeah this this one is a wrap i would be stunned shocked amazed bedazzled flabbergasted if avatar the way of water does not win this you have all quiet on the western front Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. A very, very impressive lineup of films for visual effects, but I genuinely don't see how you this doesn't go to Avatar The Way of Water. Yeah, Wakanda Forever being on this list is embarrassing. They had some pretty bad shots. Is there, I would say of the Marvel fair, they were the best <laughs> of the visual effects this, this phase. Uh, I mean, no, they did. They did. They did really good with uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, all I keep thinking about is that giant eye squid, and I'm like, that looked awful. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that thing. That looked awful. <laughs> no, but like Ironheart, she yeah, her suit terrible. looked really bad. That was really bad. Like <laughs> that looked straight out of a cartoon. Like that was that was really really bad. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, like I said, Black Panther. If if we were ranking this cat, this uh category, Black Panther would be fifth, like, and a and a distant fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, but this is this is Avatar's to me. I it, wouldn't be year. upset if if Top Gun stole it. Like, I totally wouldn't be upset if it did. But I think this it, is it's a lock for Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I personally don't think there were any snubs this year for for visual effects. Um, um, I think this is a pretty solid list, with the exception of Wakanda Forever. I'm trying to think of what uh what could replace Wakanda Forever. Everything, oh, everywhere, oh, all at once. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. that's the yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> no, never mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, not being here. I don't even. I'm actually surprised it didn't get the love it should have here because it's yeah. been getting love on literally everything. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't even shortlisted. It didn't make the shortlist in visual effects, that which I thought crazy. was yeah. Bullet Train. Bullet Train would have been cool as well. I would have been really happy with that. RRR had, had India really sent that in. I was about that. to say RRR too. Yeah, yeah. So, hell, even Devotion. Yeah, even Devotion. Even Nope. I'm really shocked. Yeah, There's yeah. no love for Nope here, which is crazy. Prey. Prey would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be, but no, the the predator was practical in that film, actually. Oh, still, they did some pretty cool stuff visual with visual effects. Um, no one will be shocked to not see Black Adam, Fantastic Beasts, Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, we, that was. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, goodness, <laughs> that that. Let's that stop sad. right there because that's a rant in itself. <laughs> All right. So Moonfall. Yeah, oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, thank God it wasn't nominated for anything. I would have retired. <laughs> Wait, they missed the t- oh, they missed Morbius too. How could they? Uh, man, man yeah, that, that deserved best grossing film of all time. Yeah, that that that, that deserved best uh, best stolen score. Because <laughs> they stole <laughs> a piece from the Dark Knight. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh man. Okay, our next category is animated feature. Animated feature. Oh, I love this category. So we had uh the the obvious ones. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with shoes on, Puss in Boots the Last Wish, Turning Red, and the big surprise, the Sea Beast. Like this is a stacked category. It really is. Like, I still need to see this. I still I need to finish Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I need to finish Marcel the Shell with shoes on, and I need to see the Sea Beast. You didn't finish Marcel, bro. Man, I I started <laughs> watching it, and then I wanted to go back to it. I just I did not have time. It's I want to so, so badly. Good. It's so damn good. Um, this one this one I thought was a wrap like a week ago. Uh, I thought for sure was a wrap, and it might still be a wrap. Uh, uh, going to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, but I think I would encourage if you've seen all of these movies, I don't think you can say that it's a wrap for for Pinocchio. I mean, the animation absolutely is ridiculous and stunning and gorgeous and all of that. However, the story, right? Because I, I mean, <laughs> Pinocchio has been done thirty thousand times. 
Yeah, this year alone. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say something unpopular here. Go for it. Puss in Boots is very overrated. Extremely. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's a a kid's story about how to, that you should value your life as if we haven't heard it before. It's the same song and dance. It's overrated. It's very basic. The outcome is very obvious. We know he's going to, what's going to happen in the movie. I I just, I don't think it deserves to be here. You are wrong, sir. And you sit there in your wrongness and you stay wrong. (laughs) Zach, you sit on the throne of lies. No, nope. no, it needs to be said by someone because there. I'm sure there are others out there who feel the same way. I'm sure you there seem are. to. You seem uh, to be the only one considering like. But I don't. I don't care if I'm the only one. I. I think that <laughs> it's important that I can disagree here. That this does not deserve to be here. 113,000 people have reviewed it. 296,000 people have seen it, and all of them are very gullible to think that this deserves. Any sort of nomination. Well, I am going to go out on the limb and say that this is the one that beats Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I agree. I think Puss in Boots is by far one of the best animated movies of the year. Like, even um, on an animation standpoint, they do a great job. Yeah. Like, Phoenix, I don't know if you've seen Attack on Titan, but, like, there are oh, a lot of shots. Yes. There are a lot of shots in Puss in Boots, like when he's fighting that giant beast thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like very reminiscent of Attack on Titan. Yeah, like animation wise, I think this is also a, a very high standout. Um, I think story wise, it beats Pinocchio by a mile, despite you know Zach's protestations about the the uh, predictableness of it. I don't care that it's predictable. I think. It's stunning visually. I think you have great characters in it. I think the story works for the characters that we have and the story that we're telling. I found myself drawn to it and fascinated by it. I loved this movie. And I recently rewatched it again and I still love it. It's I would I would I say all of that, but I do agree with Zach on one point. It is overrated. Like it is sitting at a four point three on Letterboxd for good right reason. now. For like, good reason. Just no, to put not that in, for good reason. <laughs> just not for put, good reason. Just to put Bro, that in context, right? Fight Bro, we got Club. Trek Five coming. Fight Club, one of my favorite movies of Over, all time. No, no. Is, Fight Club is, is, is at a four point. Is at a four point one. So like, Fight Club is not overrated. <laughs> You, so like, if crazy. you if you if you could predict the ending before like it's like not about the into... ending it's the story you it's could the predict the itself. ending of fight club dude i i, I you predict... you could predict the ending of fight club are you I, kidding me not the end end but i predicted he predicted the twist yeah. i predicted the twist oh you mean like uh oh it wasn't of, right. uh, gla- oh glass onion <laughs> or we're not talking about, uh, we're not, knives out. We're not talking about glass onion here. We're knives out. Uh, no, I mean we're talking about predictable twists here, and I'm just saying he seems to do a good job at it. All See, right. but but that's a mystery movie. Those are two but mystery movies. That, Fight Club is not. Yeah, but shouldn't the twist be not obvious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, so I'm just Zach. I don't Zach. Know. I'm curious. So if you're you're I don't I'm pretty sure you're not on the Pinocchio train and you're not on the Pussy nope. train. I'm guessing you're going with the shell. 100 percent Marcel the <laughs> Shell. Beautiful movie. Gorgeous. It's it's 
hilarious. I think it deserves it most. Like, but you know, I I just don't understand because that movie to me is so different from these other movies. It's it's a new twist. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect it actually to be an animated feature, which is a little like I don't know because it is live action, right? Like, so I don't know how all that works, but I'm just happy to see it up here at all. Like, I really did enjoy that movie, and I thought it was a great twist on anything I've seen recently. Like, it's a story about a shell with shoes on. Like, (laughs) no one was expecting that. And I just, I love it. I love all the life quotes he gives. I think they're hilarious. They're very relatable as you're, you know, you're older and you understand some of the things he's saying. It's like, they're so simple, but like it carries on with you throughout life. And so I I definitely think Marcel deserves it out of this category. I am not uh, in disagreement with that. Marcel the Shell is in my top 15 movies of the year. Um, Like I said, I love Puss in Boots and I do enjoy that as an animated feature and I would pick it to win. But um, Marcel is, is, I'm shocked that Marcel didn't get more awards love like like in terms of i wouldn't have been surprised if this popped up in screenplay screenplay for sure yeah you know what i'm saying for what i've seen like the writing is superb yeah Yeah. so like that's the only thing but um yeah i i really i really like marcel and i wouldn't be upset if marcel won either i would be thrilled actually because i i do not believe that this is a is a foregone conclusion like it has been um all season mm-hmm. I, think, I think the gap has closed and i think anyone who's watched pinocchio is like really this <laughs> like like i mean it's it's great visually stunning excellent yes but mm, the best of the year i can't i can't go with that but that's just me all right what do we got next Brandy? so up next is animated short film which we are not doing that, shorts. <laughs> None of us have seen the shorts. <laughs> I think it's going to go to My Year of Dicks just based on the title. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon just wanted to say that. He just wanted to say that. <laughs> I mean, I would love it, honestly. And I'm I'm going to watch these just because I love the titles. The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks, and Ash just told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. So the Flying yeah. Sailor. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm gonna check these out just because I'm like, all right, the, the weird titles, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I think my year of dicks takes it just because I think it'll be fun to hear whoever they get to announce it say my year yeah. of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that being said, our next um category is international film. I think this is a lock. Um, already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, Zach, if you want to take this one. Uh, yeah, so the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. Had um, India actually sent in RRR, I think this would have easily gone to RRR. Uh-huh. Right. But I think this is, I think we're all consensus on this. I think, I don't know. What do you think, Zach? No, I, I, I can't, I can't say anything for sure. I mean, I can tell what the Academy is going to go with. Oh, yeah. It's, no, easily. It's going to be all quiet on the Western front. But 
as far as my personal out of these, I don't know. I haven't seen three out of five of them. And I don't think that it's really fair that All Quiet on the Western Front has a leg up just because it got pushed for Best Picture. I mean, that's how it is every year, though. I know. I know that's how it is. It's just very unfortunate. It is, especially because if you've seen any of these films, you could argue that they should be in the Best Picture conversation as well. This, like, international films have been really good this year. And while, uh, like, I've seen I've seen four out of five of these. Um, the only one I haven't seen is EO. Um, I personally wouldn't have put EO here. Uh, I think St. Omer is a much better film and should 100% be here. Um, like you said, I wish India had submitted RRR because that's, that's ridiculous that it's not here. Some people will complain that Decision to Leave should be here. I'm not one of those people. I absolutely hated that movie. Um, I don't I don't see the appeal. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You want to talk overrated? There it is. Um, but yeah, while I think All Quiet is definitely taking this, I would not be shocked if we got a surprise with all uh with uh Argentina 1985 um love that movie fantastic movie it is the only in uh international film that has been nominated consistently at every award show and it even won the golden globe over mm. over all quiet and over rr so um I, a stunning upset would would be unlikely considering all the love that all quiet has received but if there is even like a one percent chance, I would give it to Argentina, nineteen eighty-five. Have you seen? So you've seen Close and The Quiet Girl, Phoenix. Yes. How did you like those? Were they like? How did you feel about them? Do you think they deserve to be here, or what are your thoughts? The Quiet Girl is amazing, <laughs> like absolutely amazing. Very powerful film. Close is you. You gotta. You gotta have a certain sensibility but i really loved close i i I absolutely really loved close so yeah like all of them are really really good but like i said saint omer not being here i think is is a big snub uh in my opinion because i think that movie is also fantastic i would have liked to see personally i mean i haven't seen the others but i thought it would have been cool if i got to see petite mom in here only because i was Mm -hmm. able to see that one in theaters and i i really did love that movie that movie's amazing (laughs) and it's so short right but it's like just fantastic so all right so our next category is costume design your nominees here are babylon yes black panther conda forever elvis everything everywhere all at once or mrs harris goes to paris i think this is a lock for two different and like I haven't seen Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, but this is the only nomination it got. So I don't know how... I mean, I think Zach's seen I'm not sure if you've seen it. It's, it's actually it's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, that's okay. like... I've heard it's really good. Yeah. On a, on, a, uh, on a costume design standpoint, where would you go? Like, would, would you say Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris has a, uh, has a good chance, or...? I think... Is it a period piece? I, I think the yeah. the one who deserves it most here is everything everywhere all at once. It's I think it's gonna I think everything everywhere is gonna take it. I just mm-hmm. rewatched it and man the, the costumes is freaking awesome. 
I wouldn't. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris is is amazing though. I I don't want anyone to underestimate that because the the whole movie is about her getting a Dior dress, and you see all the different Dior dresses how they're made. It's gorgeous. Uh, so I I think. Like a lot of people, are like why is why is Mrs. Harris goes to Paris in in a category? It's like no, if you see the movie, it, it's very obvious why it's here. Like for costume design specifically, it it was they they had beautiful dresses and beautiful clothing in that movie. Uh, I mean, absolutely, and, costume design deserves to be up here for for that. And also, um, similar to the Roger Deakins situation. Uh, the costume designer for Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris is a recent winner. Uh, Jenny Beaven, she did the costumes for Cruella. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, fantastic costume designer. Uh, and I haven't seen the movie, but, like, if it's about dresses, 100%, that's Jenny Beaven's specialty. So, like, yeah, she, no doubt, she probably knocked it out of the park. Um, this is the one category where it pains me to say, but I think Babylon is in last place um yeah pains me to say i think i could see all the other four winning this before i could see babylon doing it um i'm happy it's here i'm glad it got a nomination because we obviously freaking love that movie but um yeah like i could see ruth carter taking this again for black panther wakanda forever i could see Catherine martin taking it for elvis i think the recreation of elvis's outfits was spot on so they might just go in that direction alone for that alone uh yeah like you guys said everything everywhere i think i think everything everywhere is taking a great percentage of their nominated uh films so they could steal this one easily but uh yeah so i don't know where to go but those are those are the four front runners in my mind so uh yeah brandon, yeah brandon what about you i i think it's i think everything everywhere is going to take it uh, I just rewatched it the other day, and I'm going. It's playing in theaters again, and I really want to go rewatch it. Nice. But, um, you know the costume design just superb, man. So our next category is original screenplay. If you want to take that one, Phoenix. Oh, oh God! Oh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you have uh, an original screenplay, and you have. The Banshees of Inisherin, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Uh, what a lineup! <laughs> this, is, this is a stacked lineup. It, stacked. it really is. <laughs> uh, the only one I haven't seen here is Triangle of Sadness, which I'm about ten minutes into. Mm. But um, I personally think this is a lock for Everything, Everywhere, or The Fablemans. Yeah, this one, I don't know. <laughs> like, I genuinely don't know. This could go anywhere. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with Phoenix. Only because the only reason I think this can go anywhere is because everything everywhere is getting a lot of love in everything. And mm-hmm. I think this is the Academy's chance to give something else a little bit of love here. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a few things here that deserve it. I mean, all of them. Every single one, I think, <laughs> it could be anyone's game. I mean, right. This is this yeah. is one of those categories where it really depends on where the academy is going. Like, yeah, like throughout the night, where you're like, okay, where where are we headed? Like, what are we leaning towards? Because, yeah, like everything everywhere could easily take this. 
but so could the Fablemans. But so could Tar. Like, yeah. Or Triangle of Sadness. Or even Triangle of or, Sadness. Like, or maybe they love Banshees, Banshees. as well. You know, Banshees I mean, could easily take it. it I, there's so many places that this can go. I, I don't even know. I mean, if I had, if it were my, if, if I had a vote, and this is tough because I love all of these films. This is tough. But if I had a vote, my vote would go to Tar. Like, I thought it would go to the Fablemans. Yeah. I would, like, also, I would I see, I don't know. I would go if we're talking writing, original screenplay, I would go Fablemans or Triangle of Sadness for writing specifically. Hey, listen. I, I mean, but Banshees too. Like I, I feel see, like <laughs> like it's like it's so yeah. hard. It's this is gonna be one of those where it's like it's like the winner is any one of these. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like legit. Like, yeah. It's it's a stack category, man. I, I'm not mad at none of these. So like I don't I mean, I love Triangle of Sadness. Obviously, I would have liked to have seen, you know, Babylon here. That would have been, you know, awesome. That would have made it really impossible to decide. Yeah. Uh, would have loved to have seen the Woman King here as well. Um you but know, there's so many that could so, fit. Yeah, like, so many. There's so many that could fit. Nope would have been really cool to see here as well. So, like, yeah, like, there's, I wouldn't even call those snubs. Like, it's just like, hey, you know, would have been really cool. <laughs> like, but, um, right. try, try it real smooth. Okay. Phoenix doesn't, yeah. <laughs> Phoenix doesn't no, like I that. Granted, I like Cha Cha real smooth. It's, it's okay. Yeah, sure. Hell, vengeance. 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 Oh, like that, vengeance would have been dope. That would have been a I long shot, but so yeah. Happy. Oh, it was a long shot. It got like no love at all, even when it was in theaters for yeah. like it's so sad because it's such a great movie. It's it, that's gonna be one of those films that people just discover like throughout yeah. the years and be like, whoa, where was this? But yeah. You, uh, you know what I'm surprised they didn't get anything this year? The Northman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cinematography would have been great for them. Right. It was right there. Yeah. Like, I'm like, but I don't think the the, the Academy just they don't they don't mess with Robert Eggers, man. For whatever reason, they just don't they don't they don't gravitate towards this guy. I mean like, the lighthouse would have been a great the non- lighthouse like, should have got like 10 nominations, sh- bro. Yeah. Like that's crazy. But yeah, they don't they don't gravitate towards Eggers movies for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Eggers is great. I love his movies. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I think I've seen all. There's three, right? Yeah, yeah. The I've the, the witch. I've loved all of them. Yeah, he's the really lighthouse good. is. I see. I love and hate the lighthouse. Like it, it's weird for me. I the lighthouse is so good, but at the same time, if I like, I'm leaving myself at one viewing because I know if I go and rewatch it, I feel like I'd end up hating it just because of how slow it is. I love that movie. It's like, so good. Like to me, that is that is the quintessential like film study movie, like of of like recent times where I'm just like, dude, there's so much cool stuff here and here and here. I'm like, I I freaking love it. I love that movie. You but, don't uh, like me cooking? Yeah, right. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> all right, what's next? Um, our next category is adapted screenplay. So for writing adapted screenplay, we have All Quiet on the Western Front. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, uh, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. Now, this is a category I'm not very happy with. What? I mean, I think 
I haven't seen Living. I can't judge it that much. Okay. But Glass Onion. Oh yeah, trash. <laughs> Hustle Hustle should have been here. I don't think Hustle was a doubt. No, I, I don't think, think Hustle, Hustle was original. Should have been here either. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm I'm mostly happy with this one, but I will say the Batman. I would have loved to have seen that. Man, here. yeah, yeah. Uh, Till you know, Till. Ooh. I don't know. Actually, Till, Till, Till was, was original. Snubbed. No, Till, so was, Till would have been adapted because it's based off a historical event. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, there's another one here that I was thinking of. What am I? Mean? Oh, Bones and All. Bones and All. It would have been great for Bones oh, and All to man. get in here. Uh, that yeah. would have been awesome. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm shocked also that Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is not here. Like... Uh, oh yeah, like, like I, I said, mean, I mean it's the same exact script every single time. I can no, see why I, it wasn't. I, mean, I think they they switched it up. Oh, a, a real a, boy, a pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, they they switched <laughs> up a pretty decent amount. Um, but that's also part of the reason why it sucked. So, <laughs> but yeah, I I can like because of the hype that was surrounding it, I thought it had a fair chance of getting in into adapted screen. Have you seen Living Phoenix? I've not seen Living. That's Have the you heard only good way. things about it? I've heard great things about it. Okay. But I haven't seen it. Um, I'm. It's actually playing at my local theater, so I'll probably check it out uh, sometime this week. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen it. The, the one thing that, uh, and sorry, I got to do a quick humble brag here, and it won't be very humble. <laughs> I cannot believe, leading up into the Oscar nominations, how many people legitimately doubted Top Gun Maverick and adapted screenplay. That blows my mind. Like That genuinely blows my mind. I'm like, number one, the category was significantly weak, right? Like, you know, saying Bones and All wasn't in, in contention um, for much of this, much of the year. You, the, the top contenders were really The Whale and, and Women Talking and The Whale didn't even make it in, which is kind of stunning. But like those were your big competition and and living really because living uh got a lot of buzz. But I'm like, that leaves plenty of room for Top Gun Maverick, guys. I'm like, it just blew my mind because I'm like, there's not a single best picture lineup that didn't have Top Gun Maverick. Yet I was like, y'all don't think it's getting into screenplay? Like, mm -hmm. like what do you think made that movie so great like the just the sound just the cinematography like like it doesn't work unless there's a, a really good story there so like that just blew my mind so like it wasn't it wasn't getting nominated anywhere for adapted screenplay and literally the oscars came in and brung reason back to everybody but yeah of course like <laughs> of course top gun maverick gets an adapted screenplay nod it, where i always thought it would be and I can't believe so many people backed off of it. Mm -hmm. Devotion yeah. over Top Gun Maverick. You are a crazy person, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking psycho. <laughs> yeah. um, man. So um, our next uh, category is Best Original Score. Ooh. I think this is a lock, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. All Quiet on the Western Front for mm -hmm. Volco, Volker. I wouldn't even try it, bro. I'm not, I'm sorry. <laughs> Babylon for Justin Hurwitz. 
The Banshees of Inna Sharon, Carter Burwell, Everything Ever All at Once, Son Lu, and The Fablemans, John Williams. Mm-hmm. I think this is a lock for Justin Hurwitz. It damn well better be. <laughs> yeah, I, there, no one else really deserves it as much like, as he like, does. I love John Williams, and I, I, I want him to win his next Oscar. But this is this is Justin Hurwitz here. Yeah, I'm like, look, y'all already snubbed Babylon in Best Picture because you ain't got no taste. <laughs> okay, like this is a clear. This is this is more clear to me than than Avatar and visual effects. Okay, like this is this is a sure shot, no questions asked, bona fide dub. <laughs> like, no, it, it's 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 one best original score at every single awards show this year and it should remain like this like this avatar and visual effects and kihoi kwan and best supporting actor yeah, <laughs> no, like, like that just lock, lock it in like that's a wrap right we're done here like if this goes to anyone else uh oh man you're gonna see a very angry phoenix like <laughs> uh absolutely and and don't get me wrong i think uh, Volker Bertelman's score for All Quiet on the Western Front is fantastic. Carter Burrell's score for Banshees of Inisherin, excellent. Even the little bit of score that John Williams does for the Fablemans, great. They do not have the same range, range, energy, excitement, propulsiveness, like skill, skill <laughs> as Justin Hurwitz's score for Babylon, like. There, I've listened to that score so many times, and there, I keep finding moments in that score where I'm like, "Ooh, <laughs> like, like he, he got some of the meanest horn players I've ever seen in my life." Like, "Ooh, we, like the strings, the trumpet." I'm like, "Oh, good, it's so good, it's ridiculous, it's good. insane." <laughs> so yeah, one hundred percent, it should it should go to Babylon. Yeah. Um, I think um I think this next category is a lock too, actually. Best film editing. Ooh, is it though? It <laughs> is. It is. Who Zach, who we got in film editing? Film editing, we have the Banshees of Inna Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. It's going to everything everywhere. Have you seen I mean that film is insane. Like the, you change aspect. No, there, there. The so many scene times. with her going through every possible configuration. Like, I, so I agree, Felix. Good. Yes, there are movies here that have great editing, but the amount of time that it took for for every iteration of her. I think they're gonna go that way, hundred percent. Like if, Phoenix, pull up the group me chat. I sent a photo of what the the, uh, the Premiere Pro. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that, dude. It's just freaking insane. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would not. Clearly, I would not be upset with everything everywhere winning this. I just don't think it's a lock. I, I think it is. I, I, I personally think it's a lock. A lock. Lock. I. I. I, I mean, okay, <laughs> like I just I'm I'm looking at some things and I'm like, look, Top Gun Maverick could easily win this. I, I think Top Gun Maverick could easily win this. There's there's 
so much technique in in shooting. Not only did they shoot in the planes, but they had to shoot outside of the planes. They had to do so many takes just to get a single shot correct. I just don't see how you can overlook that. And I do agree that everything everywhere is flashier and it's got some some style and pizzazz to it that's undeniable. However, I think just off of just the technical weight that they had to do with Top Gun, I think there is a very real chance that it, it could steal this. That's all I'm saying. But we're talking uh, about editing specific. Yeah. And I and I think the editing, the the weight of the editing on Top Gun is more impressive than what they did in everything everywhere. Like I get it in terms of look, in terms of look, everything, everything looks looks better. But I think in terms of how it was accomplished, I think Top Gun Maverick is a little bit higher on that bar. Mm. And I and I wouldn't count out Tar. <laughs> I legit wouldn't count out Tar. I'm, I think, think I, there's there's some room there too. And this a degree to disagree, my friend. <laughs> Like like I said, I would not be mad at it. like like I legit think everything everywhere is taking at least six of their eleven nominations. <laughs> like so, yeah. it it wouldn't stun me if if they won here. But yeah, I just don't think it's a lot. But I could be one hundred percent wrong, and they take this whole this whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. So our next category is production design. Phoenix, if you want to take this one, Ooh, what a yeah. One of these nominations is a joke. <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. But yeah, in production design, you got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablements. I would actually disagree with you, Brandon. I think two of these are a complete joke. But go ahead. <laughs> Why is Avatar, The Way of Water on here? They are on a soundstage for motion capture. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? What a joke! That's a joke, and I would also argue that Elvis being here is a joke. Like I, I said, mean, Elvis has some good set design. Mm, no, not for no, production design. Not for production design. Like, it's literally one it's a stage, stage. and <laughs> mainly right, and like, then the rest is mostly like archival footage, like or or the fair. I mean, right. I like no <laughs> like like the best of the year like no for production like, design yeah I'm gonna agree with Phoenix I don't think Elvis I mean even like I'm trying to think of like a scene where I'm like wow the production design's amazing like no I, don't I mean what I, the I mean, the Hollywood I mean, sign right which was <laughs> like, like I, I I don't know I just I don't think it deserves to be yeah. here. That, like I said, right. they they over nominated this film a a gross amount. Yeah. <laughs> and Avatar: Way of Water being here is disgusting. Yeah. Like I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It for me, it's a five star movie. But production design, yeah, really? exactly. Like that's horrible. I want but, Babylon to take this. Oh God, yes. <laughs> If like, they don't give this to Babylon, I'll be upset. Yeah, like I mean, there, there's, there's no excuse for not. Like I mean, maybe, maybe they'll fall over themselves all over for All Quiet on the Western Front, which is very possible. But no, Babylon should be taking this. <laughs> like just for the party scene alone, Babylon should be taking this. Yeah, um, I want to point out 
a snub here. Uh, the Batman should absolutely have been here. One hundred percent. Uh, yeah. There's no. There's no excuse for that. I would no, also... even everything everywhere. Like you know, it was just like in the IRS building. Nah, nah, not still. I would no. also throw in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I think should have. Oh yeah. Another production yeah. design nod here. R R R should have been on this. Oh list too. R R R would have been so Clearly. dope in this category. Like. like that that would have made it a race. <laughs> like, like that would have made it a legit race. Um, yeah, like if we could have replaced Avatar and Elvis with with Batman, Black Panther, or RRR, this would this would be a very competitive. I would even category. give it to the Northmen. Oh God, yes. Oh, Come my on. Gosh, <laughs> I love their production design. It's like ridiculous. It like, awesome. Like yeah, that's that's crazy. Like this this is a really really trash category, <laughs> but whatever whatever secures Babylon's win, I'm okay with it. So I I'm a little I don't know Fableman. Well, no, they had some no. Nah. Well, they, they they had some they had some decent pretty good. Uh, yeah, but the fact it's in best of the year too, as well as like yeah. <laughs> like he's like oh, okay okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know I, th- I think i made i think i made predictions just before the uh nominations and i did have it getting in production design so oh okay yeah but compared to what <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean i yeah i don't know i don't know but yeah congrats i guess uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this better go to Babylon. That's all it, it it deserves to go to Babylon. It, yeah. <laughs> so our next category is our best original song. Um your nominees are Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. <laughs> yeah. Music by Lyric and Di- Music and Lyric by Diane Warren. <laughs> Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Music and Lyric by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Garonson. Lyrics by uh, Thames and Ryan Coogler. Nacho Nacho, or if you've seen the, the Netflix version, Nacho Nacho <laughs> from RRR. I, and then uh, This is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Music by Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and Mitski. Lyric by Ryan Lott and David Byrne. David Byrne. Just for I the think- record. RRR's music is by M.M. Kiravani and lyrics by Chandra Bowles. Thank you. I, I, I wouldn't have been able to pronounce that. <laughs> okay, so based on how it's been winning at the award season so far, I think it's going to go to Not To Not To. Oh, it better. <laughs> it I don't know. Better. I don't know. Um, I'm worried here with Lift Me Up. Mm. I wanted I wanted to go to not to, but I'm really worried with lift me up because although Nazi Nazi has been receiving a lot of praise at the awards, mm-hmm. lift me up is a cultural thing as well. I think, and I could see it very well taking it just solely. Based on that, what do you think, Phoenix? I mean, I, I mean, oh, sorry, well, sorry. Last <laughs> year, 
or, or two years ago when they had Maya Rainey's Black Bottom, Nate did Best Actor last. They flew out Chadwick Boseman's family and everything, and they gave it to someone else. Right. So, I um, mean, I think, and this this might be crazy. I think RRR is taking this, but I would say that if any song has a chance of usurping RRR. And being accepted as a winner over our, I'm gonna go with applause. <laughs> and the only reason is because it's Diane Warren, and Diane Warren has been nominated for I think this is her 14th consecutive nomination. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> so like she constantly does great songs for these little scene movies, but she. She keeps getting nominated. And I think, you know, I don't think, I don't think Hold My Hand, I don't think Lift Me Up are nearly as strong uh enough to to overtake uh not to not to, even though they have big stars behind them, Rihanna and Tim's and and Lady Gaga. But I think you have a 14-time nominee who's never won, and you have a cultural phenomenon in RRR. I think those are your really two big players. Um I would love to see Natu Natu. I don't see a world where Natu Natu doesn't take this. <laughs> like like I really don't. But if if there's any any upset, it'll probably be uh applause. Yeah. I'm gonna disagree, Phoenix. Um really? have I, you heard I, the song? No, I, but I also don't think I need to. I'm not saying based on what I think. I'm saying based on what I think the Academy goes with. Mm. And I think Lift Me Up has a good chance. And I, I, I wouldn't be I, upset. No, I mean, that I, I wanted to go to Nazi Nazi. I think that's the best one mm-hmm. I've seen from here. I haven't seen heard applause, so I can't judge that as much, but... Nazi Nazi was fantastic. Yeah. And if they get to perform it as well at the Oscars, I don't think there's any doubt (laughs) (laughs) in anyone's mind that it's 100% taking it. I think it would be crazy if they kill it, bring out like a just amazing performance, and then it goes to anything else. (laughs) I think you might see booze at that moment. (laughs) But yeah. I, I am so upset that that's the only nomination it got. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so our next category is directing. Do you want to take this one, Zach? Okay. Best director. So for best director, we have The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. I would say this is also pretty stacked. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) I think this is a lock for the Daniels for Steven Spielberg, though. Oh, I thought she was just about to say the Daniels. I was going to be like, what? um, I think think Spielberg takes this. Only because I don't... Oh, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, I don't think the Fablemans is going to win Best Picture. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I think they'll give Spielberg best director, and then the, and then they'll give everything everywhere all at once best picture. Yeah. I think that's how it's gonna go. So, like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is like, 
Spielberg's got director pretty much wrapped up. And and I wouldn't be upset because I think obviously Fablemans is my favorite movie of the year. Like absolutely loved it. And Spielberg's direction is top notch. It's literally yeah. some of the best work I've I've seen from him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like no question. I do think the Daniels are amazing and I think they did an amazing job um on that and any other year they probably would be winning but when you're going up against the goat like there's there's no hope for you (laughs) he's my favorite director of all time so i really hope he gets it yeah (laughs) i agree i have to tell you i uh last night i uh had some people over and um i was trying to watch the fable man and i got so frustrated because about five ten minutes and one of them goes you know, I think I'd prefer to watch Fall. Love Steven Spielberg and all, but I want to see who, Fall. Who? Who was it? Matt. It was my friend Matt. And I was like, I want, like, I had to be quiet because I wanted to punch him in the face. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything. Like, I, I'm like, so mad. Such a shame. Our friendship had to end this way. <laughs> see, see, that's when you put him out on the street. I I just couldn't. I was like, you're not even giving it. A, it's ten minutes in. Oh man! And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's brutal. <laughs> and I was so wrong, upset. I and then we watched Fall. Fall, and I was terrified all over again. But <laughs> I Fall just is, Fall is a great movie. I really enjoyed it. But, but uh, like, the fact yeah. he said Fall instead of like he didn't even give the Fablemans <laughs> like him and uh, David were talking the whole time and I was like oh my oh god, my god. Oh, no, so I was kidding. like I want to kill someone right now <laughs> like this movie is like my top of the year and they're, they're just disrespectful uh, no yeah I couldn't I was upset like oh this is such a shame our friendship had to end this way <laughs> like <laughs> and like... I, I hate talk like if I'm watching a movie I want everyone to shut up yeah, exactly. I don't care how many times I've seen it. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I you, you don't look at your phone. Right. Don't talk. Just watch the movie and take it in. Right. There was another time where I had a um sorry, got a little bit of rant here, but another friend who came over and she was like, Oh yeah, I haven't seen Elvis been wanting to watch that on her phone the entire time. Oh my god. And I just looked, I kept looking over at her and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I was like, I've seen this movie. It's a three hour long movie. Right. Like, and I'm watching it. Right. Again. And for you, hoping for really? someone to, like to see reactions. <laughs> and she'd look up and like every like 10 to 15 minutes ago. Oh, I didn't know that happened to him. And then go back to her phone. I was like, ah, he just, ah, uh, it bothers me so much. I, I can't. Oh my yeah. God. That's the ultimate torture. <laughs> so speaking of Elvis, actor in leading role, yeah, actor in a leading role is next. Okay, okay. If you want to take that one, Phoenix. All right. And your nominees for actor in a leading role are Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. Uh, this is, I, I don't know if it's the first time ever, but it is for the, for as long as I've been following the Oscars, this is the first time I've seen a, all five are first-time nominees for, for Best Actor. 
that's amazing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's it's crazy, yeah. and I think I think this is a I, I unfortunately think this is going to be a lock just based on the awards season this year between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser. I one hundred percent agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree. see it going any other way besides one of those two. Yeah. Um, a lot of people like I know Colin Colin Farrell has been dominating much of the award season. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I thought his performance in Banshees was great. I really love that movie, but I genuinely care for the other three members of his cast more than I care for his performance. Like his is last on my list. It's like Carrie Condon. Why do you find him dull, Phoenix? Little bit, like, like, <laughs> like, if I'm being honest, I just find his performance very one note, uh, like, uh, up until like the very last minute of the movie, it's very much the same. And it's a long ass movie for you to be the same for so much of it. Um, but yeah, I, I love Brendan Gleason's performance, Carrie Cotton is amazing, Barry Keegan's amazing. Uh, I don't see, I don't see Colin Farrell taking this, I just think he's no, he, he's the weaker one of the bunch. But I uh, love I loved him in it actually. Yeah, me I love I but uh, this is pretty stacked. I haven't seen, but you know it's funny. Out of the hundred forty movies I've seen, two of these I haven't seen, which is After Sun and Living. Same. I yeah, I've, heard, I've like, heard fantastic things about After Sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard nothing, but I can't find it anywhere. And oh. yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> um, I. I like I saw 140 movies. So the fact that there's a few even sprinkled throughout here that I haven't seen, I'm like, are you serious? Like, mm. I was like, how many movies do you do you want to make me watch this year, guys? Like, <laughs> like I already got to 140. Like, right. I think after I finish everything, it's gonna be like 146, 147 with the internationals included. That's crazy. But I haven't seen the documentaries either. So that's crazy. I have like, after some. You, I think you've seen more movies than I've seen since I've been like any year that I've been following uh, the award season. Like I think the most I've ever gotten was like 122. Like, like, yeah, that that's ridiculous. So uh, kudos. That's that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> nah, um, Paul Mescal is fantastic in After Sun. Like fan freaking tastic. Like, uh. Obviously, I'm upset to not see Diego Calva here. I'm really upset to not see Tom Cruise here. Diego uh, Calva deserved a nomination. 100%. Like, and he, Adam he Sandler too. deserved a nomination Okay, for Hustle. Right. And and even if you did, you still would have kept that streak of first-timers being nominated. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? Uh, except unless, unless, of course, you went with Tom Cruise. and then, then Tom Hanks for Man Called Auto. Yes. Yes, god damn it. Like that <laughs> I freaking love that movie, dude. I love I would that put movie. him in here over Colin Farrell. Farrell. Thank wow. you. I like I, listen. Okay. <laughs> like no, I, I mean for love. that specific movie. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Tom Hanks was so damn good in that. Like it's ridiculous how good of a performance that was. Um I like but I don't have many problems like you like like I said, you could have taken out a couple of people and switched them around. I would have been very happy with it. But overall, I'm okay with this lineup. But this is Brendan Fraser's. 
one hundred percent. You mean you wouldn't? You mean you wouldn't put in Sylvester Stallone for Samaritan? I don't think I would. <laughs> that I don't, movie I, sucked. I don't kidding? think I would. That movie, that movie was, was so trash. Bad. Oh my god, the movie was so bad. I think it, I think he got a Razzie nod actually. He did. He <laughs> got, yeah, he did. Yeah. So I hope he wins it too. Yeah, deserving. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's of 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 everything that we said. Those are the top contenders for me. Um, like I said, I really would have loved to have seen Tom Cruise or or Diego Calva here, or it would have been a long shot. But Gabriel LaBelle for the favorite. Yes, yes, like, yeah, no, he he deserves to yeah. be on this list for yeah. sure. I I would have totally totally appreciated that. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a solid lineup. But uh, uh, there were some there were some fair options outside of it um, that I think we could have gone with. Uh, I haven't seen Living. Can't wait to see it. Hopefully, uh, you know, when I see it, I'll be like, oh yeah, Bill Nye, one hundred percent. But I'm I'm happy with the lineup no matter what. But this is Brendan Fraser's, I I think without question. There's a there's a slight chance Austin Butler could sneak in and steal it, but I think I think this is Brendan Fraser's. Yeah, I'd that... be happy with either, to be honest. Yeah, really. Our next category is makeup and hairstyling. Um, I this is an interesting list. You got All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Elvis. In the whale, I, all completely different. Oh yeah, all completely totally different. different. I think yeah. Babylon should. I mean, I I think Babylon should have should have made it on this list. There's a few. That, yeah. um, everything, everything, everywhere, everywhere should all the ones should have been here. On. Yeah. yeah. Uh the Woman King, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Terrifier. No. No, no, dude, you haven't seen Terrifier. I, too. I would, I would argue, yes. I think, I think, really? yeah, as a, yeah, as Terrifier a movie, too. I think. I think absolutely. You you wait the wait till you see Terrifier two and what they did. It's fantastic for it should have made him make him an air I, smiling. I would sure. also I would also throw in Barbarian. I think yeah. The Northman. The Northman. The Northman. Yeah. Bones and all. Bones and all. Yeah. Hair. Yeah. The hair and makeup was great. Absolutely. I would say even weird the Emily Yankovic story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was eligible though though because I think they they. That one's a technically a TV movie. That's so, stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't, I don't like as much as I hate to say. Like, I just don't think Elvis should be here for hair and makeup. Yeah, you know? hair... I don't know because it it's. I don't know. I mean, I I just think I don't know. I I have a little bias against the fact that. Like it's just hairstyles from that time period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the Batman, Black Panther, those are creative for different reasons. Mm-hmm. All Quiet is based on war makeup, right? Mm-hmm. And the whale is based on obviously Brendan Fraser. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh like I think I think this is a, wa- a lock for the whale though. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh yeah, like I, I watch the sit down. I, I, I always like to watch the actors roundtable every year. Oh, so and he, good. he explained <laughs> the process of getting in and out of like that. He said it was hell. Oh yeah, because like I what don't... they go ahead, Phoenix. I was gonna say what they originally wanted to do was like to put him in like a fat suit, and he was like, yeah, no, let's not let's not do it that way. Let's like let's really like put the weight on him. 
you know what I'm saying really like you know so like that soup is I think uh it's it's made of a material that is like real heavy so like every time he tries to move he legit feels the weight on him so I was like again why why I think Brendan Fraser is winning best actor I think he just he nailed it man everything they did in that movie was fantastic except for everything outside of Brendan Fraser Um, so for our second to last category, the penultimate category, we have actors in a leading role. Where there were so many snubs. Oh God, this category. <laughs> Man. All right, let's let's just let's go over the nominees to get out of the way and, and then we'll talk about all the snubs. Oh, so you have Kate Blanchett for Tar, obviously. Anna de Armas for Blonde. Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie. Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. And Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All At Once. Margot Robbie. Viola Davis. Um... Danielle Deadweiler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Name. For Till, man, she deserved it. She Dude. deserved the nomination without she, a doubt. Over Anna de Armas. Yeah, one hundred percent. The fact 100%. she's out there just makes me pissed. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my god! Like, there's so many, so many other options. Like, like, like you could have gone, like any anywhere. The, the three we just named. I would also throw in Taylor Russell from Bones and All. Amazing. You could have gone with, uh, oh God, who's who? Who's just Mia Goth? Oh my God, you could have gone with Mia Goth. For, for, hell, even X or Pearl, right? Either, either way, either one. You could have gone with Regina Hall for Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. You could have gone anywhere else. It, I would have been pissed if you went with Olivia Coleman for Empire of Light, but even that would have made more sense than this lineup. Like this. Huh. <laughs> mm, I I don't like this. I don't like this lineup at all. This is this is the the one category where I'm like, this is where the Oscars messed up. The at most. least Kate's in there. It, yeah, like, at least Kate Blanchett's in like, there. Like Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh were always gonna be in. If they had messed that up, then I would have been like, y'all 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 are done. <laughs> like like yeah. like that was that was the clearest clearest two. No matter what, they are neck and neck in competition. It is between one of those two. The other three really don't matter. But the fact that you you went with Anna de Armas and like, look, I know people try get big up Anna de Armas because her movie was terrible and it got lambasted and they felt bad for her. I get it, but that does not change the fact that she did a terrible movie and it was not. It was it was poorly received and it was deservedly poorly received. It was bad. Mm-hmm. She read the script. Like it's not like she stumbled upon a a film set and they were like, "Hey, do you want to be in this movie?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure, I guess." And then she didn't know what was gonna be in it. No, she read the script. Like mm-hmm. she, she didn't script. walk on and go, "Hello, college." Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she read the damn script. She knew what it involved. She knew what it took, and it was awful. It was an awful, awful movie. And I'm not saying yeah. her performance was bad, but it's not awards worthy. Like. I'm like, it just it it pisses me off that she is here. 
It genuinely pisses me off. Especially because she's here over Daniel Deadweiler. Because she's here over Viola Davis. Because she's here over Margot Robbie. Because she's here over Mia Goth. It it no. There's there's no excuse for it. Yeah, I've exactly. Not, I've not seen two Leslie. I don't know how good Andrea Riseborough's performance is or isn't. Um, but I. But how I, much have you heard about two Leslie? It, exactly. That that's my other point. Is like the the way that she got this nod is gross to me. It's really gross. Like she she wasn't she wasn't seen at all. She didn't show up at SAG. She didn't show up at BAFTA. She didn't show up at you know Critics Choice. She didn't show up anyway. Nobody watched this movie. Nobody I, watched it. And yet a couple of people go on live television and and speak her name. And then you know, you know that they're behind the scenes talking to their friends who are other Academy members and they're going, hey, pick Andrea Riseborough. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just so sneaky. It's so deceptive. It's rude. I just I I don't like it. Like, and again, I haven't seen the performance. She could be amazing for all I know, and probably deserving of the nod sure but i just think it's disgusting that you had two three other performers who were you know who were in the mix in in at least in critics choice and baptist and gotham's and sag in some way shape or form and they get left off for somebody that literally just got it on the whisper to me i find that i find that gross i have a good i have a good question mm-hmm. um Shit, what was I going to say? I had a question lined up and everything. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to ask. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> was uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, how was, I, I haven't seen it. How was Naomi Aki as Whitney Houston? She was great. I wouldn't have nominated her, but she was fine. Gotcha. She, sir, but sir, I would still prefer her over two of these. So. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Unlike... Yeah. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> over Anna de Armas, which is crazy because like she's also a Razzie nominee for the exact same role. Like, yeah, that's funny. I'm like, how? Like to me, that's that's at that point. Like, I I get it. The Razzies are fun. They're meant to be fun, and you know they're not to be taken seriously. But at the same time, I go, I mean, there's a reason you're a worse actress. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a reason you're there. It's not like, hey, you know, some people just got it wrong. Like, no, like you're there because your movie was terrible. And I'm not saying she was terrible in it. I wouldn't pick her as the worst actress. But at the same time, I'm like, there's a reason you're there. Like, like, like it wasn't a great performance. Like, you did okay, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't the worst, but it it wasn't great. And I'm just like, the fact that she's here and she she too kind of got it as a whisper campaign because people probably felt bad because of how poorly her movie was received but i'm like mm-hmm. I'm like no nah, bro she should she should not be here she really should not have you guys seen blonde yet no i haven't because of how much hate it got yeah exactly i, I mean did you watch it oh i watched it like i i suffered through it like i said it's it's you have to see it for yourself, right? You you kind of have to see it for yourself because it it's it's amazing how unnecessarily graphic and unnecessarily 
sophomoric it is, right? It's like it's like somebody who's trying to be an artist, but like 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 they're trying to be artistic, but you see that they're very immature at the same time. And it's like you're not going to shock value, you're not gonna try to get shock value out of me and insult my intelligence at the same time. Like, like, and that that's what that movie is. It's like gross, negligent, graphic sexual content in the most obvious and amateurish way possible. And then you make it about one of the most iconic figures of all time in a performance where you have an actor who can't really match the accent doing some of the most unnecessarily gross things imaginable for no reason it's it's such a bad movie it's such a bad performance not nothing about it makes sense it should not be here especially over the people that is over so so who we think will win i uh, i'm not the biggest fan of tar but i can easily but i easily see why cape lynch it's nominated and um so it's i think it's gonna go to either blanchett or michelle Yeoh. I hope it goes to Blanchett. Wow, really? That she, that that's crazy coming from you because you really didn't like Tar. I didn't like Tar. It doesn't mean I don't recognize her acting. <laughs> <laughs> like just because I don't like the writing of a movie or, or the 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 I I don't even know what else you would call that movie. Um, mm. I I think that she did a phenomenal job. Like anyway, like I think anyone with eyes can see that yeah like i want kate to win it over everyone else here um i love michelle yao but i just think that like if they give it to her i don't know i just think kate did such a better job as far as acting goes if you ask me kate blanchett gave the best performance of the year male or female (laughs) period point blank no question about it this is a very much Anthony Hopkins or Chadwick Boseman uh, situation where I'm like, one person gave the best performance of the year, but my heart is with the other performer. And I really want Michelle Yeoh to win this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I really, really do. I really, really do. My vote would probably still go to Kate Blanchett, but my heart really, really wants Michelle Yeoh to win this. So yeah. that that's where I'm at with it. So our final, our final category is best picture. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hungry and I gotta go here in like five minutes. Okay. Um, you have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, The Banshees of Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, and then the two I haven't seen: Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. I think it's gonna go to Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think that's an easy lock for me this year. Hundred percent, yeah. I'm I to- I also think that. Um, now would I go with it? No, I would want the Fablemans. I right, Sam, I would want the Fablemans. I would, I would definitely say it's going everything everywhere. I I I'm in agreement. I think everything everywhere is probably taking this, but I. I'm not gonna sleep on Top Gun. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not no, gonna that, sleep on Top no Gun. Chance. It has I, no chance. I disagree. I think it has a very legitimate chance 
especially because of how they uh vote their their rank choice system i think i think top gun has a a really really good chance of of getting this but um and also I, I, once again don't count out tar <laughs> like don't count out tar i think that movie is beloved and it's excellent i think it's one of those movies you can revisit uh for years to come and be like yeah i see exactly why this won so um yeah but i'm with you guys i think everything everywhere takes it but i think it just depends on how everything shakes out um i don't think we'll have like a coda situation here where triangle of sadness pulls off an upset or something like that so like <laughs> yeah i think i think it's between firmly between fablemans everything everywhere tar top gun maverick and the banshees of inishirin yeah i think those are those are the top five uh for most people's ballots so we'll see but yeah this this looks like a wash everything everywhere is probably taking this mm -hmm. yeah. all righty well that is our 2023 oscar nominations we will i guess we'll do our picks later after sag awards but we will yeah. see so uh thank you guys all for listening um phoenix tell everybody where they can find you you guys can find me at IMHO Reviews One on Twitter. Uh, that is uh, the number one, and on Letterbox under PA Clouden. Uh, and as always, guys, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCoPod. Zach, where can everybody find you? You guys find me on Letterbox at Z Sneaks, or you can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath, and that's Z A C H S N E A T H. And you guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C ears over on Letterboxd. Go check out what I'm watching. Got a pretty good 2023 lineup so far. I've had so much more time to go to the movies lately. So yeah, go check out what I'm watching. And like Phoenix mentioned, check out the show on anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Go check out our socials. And yeah, thank you guys again for listening. This has been Film Code. You have been you. Thank you guys again for listening. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>